Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. to Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And on this episode, we have a word from our partners. This week's episode is brought to you by Barcast Audio. So last week on episode 50, we had the founder of Barcast and he explained everything about the bar exam. So before we get into this ad, definitely go check that episode out. Three L's. We know that the bar is coming up really soon. And all that free time could be put to good use. So this is where BarCast comes to play. BarCast offers podcast-like audio lessons that are perfect for busy law students and people prepping for the bar. It allows you to review while you're commuting, folding laundry, working out, cooking, literally all the time. They have audio flashcards, essay attack sheets, and one-of-a-kind essay workshops that are going to be the secret weapon to crush the bar exam. Also, make sure to check out Barcast Audio on Instagram for posts of awesome infographics. I know that he recently just posted one about the UBE, the subjects that are tested and different things like that. So make sure and follow Barcast Audio on Instagram and to use our code to get 10% off of your order of Barcast Audio. Use code LWLS at checkout on the Barcast MBE pack. I know that this is going to be great for all of you guys that are getting ready to take the bar, and especially you guys who are getting ready to take the bar in June, I guess, or just the fall. I don't really know now that I think about it, because you can just listen to the podcast and just kind of immerse yourself in the subjects because it's a lot of material. And like in our last episode, we talked about how much studying you have to do. And if you're anything like us, I'm sure you want to get ahead. So make sure and use Barcast Audio. Before you can even start thinking about the bar exam, you have to think about law school. And if you're a pre-law student about to go to law school next fall, Barbary Law Preview is something that you have to check out. So Barbary Law Preview is a course that you take that touches all of the core subject to get you ahead of your peers during your first semester. Because we all know that first semester grades for some people are really, really important. So if they're important to you, Barbary Law Preview is something you have to look into. And if you're anything like us, you are competitive by nature. And if you want to learn how to conquer law school before you even get there, Law Preview is what you need to do. So use code LWLS100 for $100 off your Barbary Law Preview. Just go to lawpreview.barbary.com. Well, guys, 
We are recording this hot off the mic, hot off the press, hot as in whatever. We just got our grades back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I know recently we watched some videos of a few of you younger law students getting your grades and it was not fun. And I totally get it. I was shaking. I was so nervous and scared. I didn't want to look. I was trying to hurry up and read this case before legislation and regulation. I was like, Samantha, what happened? What happened? Okay, so this is what happened. She texts me and she's like trying to read the case quickly. I'm like, hey, dude, it's okay. Like, if you get called on, like, just text me. Like, it's fine because we're on Zoom. Yeah. And, you know, you have to help your friends out in those situations. Of course, because it's our luck, Haley gets called on on the first day for a case that she had just skimmed. So, of course, that's just our luck. She got through it. She actually killed it. He wouldn't have known that she didn't read it. Like, he kept on going in on the, you know, on the cold call. Like, kept on going because he he liked her answers. And he also, like, just does that. I think he picks, I don't even know how, right? But, like, it was very, um, he's the kind of teacher who calls on people for a good it feels like 20 minutes of class because he asks you multiple questions after another but yeah no props to my friends because we're in a group chat and it's so nice because we're on zoom so our computer and all of our notes are there but also shout out to my ipad and my sick ipad stand and just having a way to set up your ipad next to your computer because i had the case on there and i was just scrolling through and i had highlighted stuff whenever i was reading but you know i didn't have the grasp that i think any teacher really wants you to have on a full case and so yeah i was definitely flying by the seat of my pants so um but also right before that as i'm like texting her about the case she's saying grades just came out and we got an email and I see it pop up from Outlook like, so-and-so, your grades have 20, 20 grades have been released. And I'm just like automatically just start shaking and my stomach drops, you know? So I'm psycho. And this morning, because I knew grades were coming out today, um, rumors were afloat yeah. and we heard that they were going to come out today. So I was nervous all morning. I was like, you know pretty shaky genuinely like when I was in class uh, taking notes for um, corporations I was literally shaking but I was trying to not freak out I was checking our grade portal probably every 15 minutes so then because I'm psycho I went into my email and found the times that every other email that we've gotten that says like released grades Uh and it always said around like noonish so I Uh knew it was gonna be around that time and it was earlier than that, yeah. but um, I had been checking. I didn't even get the email before I checked Blue Link, and I saw that my grades were there, and that's when I said it. And then shortly after, the email came out. Yeah. So, what's your feeling after grades? So I looked at it after my cold call. LOL. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I was just like so focused on like the class and everything, you know. And then, yeah, I basically I'll just tell you how I did it because I think it's funny. I pulled it up on my phone and blue link and then I just typed it in grades, you know, like how you can just start and it said final grades, midterm grades. And I said, Colton, can you just push on it and look at it? And his reaction was really happy and positive and told me that I was a badass. So I think that that really helped. And I was like, happy, you know, I mean, I think that there's always more that I want, I think, but there's always it could be worse. 
So what were your predictions? So let's go through like what you thought was going to kind of like our first episode that we ever recorded, which is right around this time last year, which is kind of crazy to think. But so what were your predictions after finals and how did your predictions pan out? I feel like as in compared to 1L, I don't have such a clear cut idea which I don't know why. Also this semester, okay, this semester we had midterms and this semester was really compact. Um, I would have thought that I would have gotten a better grade in constitutional law because of my midterm grade. So that there's that. I would have thought that I would have done worse in like agency law, but I did really well. I also think that I did about what I expected in legal professions. Hate that class, hate everything about it. I guess I should say now, I did not pass the MPRE the first time. I'm re- I was really sad about it. It was super depressing. I was very close. So there's just more work to do, but that's okay. I'm also not going to worry about it this semester. I told myself I'm just going to focus on school and working and not worry about taking the MPRE or the LLI exam because now I can't do that because I have to take the MPRE again. So I'm going to wait till the summer when I have some more time on my hands and I can truly dedicate the time I needed to to take practice exams. Because I think the fact that the MPRE was right after our two midterms, I was just so tired and I didn't put in the work that was needed, you know? So yes, legal professions, that class, um, also our teacher, I think she is a hard A when it comes to grading and um, she really likes a certain format, which I was just telling Samantha that she is very good at. So Samantha, tell, tell the listeners what you were feeling and how, what, you know, your tell me your story. Okay. I've just been so on. predictions. I'll start okay. with that. So as you guys know, I had a really tough final season, just like mentally, I was all over the place, anxious, like panic attacks, like the whole bit, never before seen Samantha, you know? Um, So going into it, I thought that I was going to do the worst on con law and that did, I did well. So I'm happy with that. I went into evidence thinking I would do bad in evidence and I that was my lowest grade and I knew that because of the you know my midterm wasn't awesome so I mean it wasn't bad either like my GPA went up so it kind of evened out with my other grades you know um legal professions that was one of my better grades which is kind of weird because from what I've been hearing a lot of people you know kind of made that middle range and I didn't know the class was on a curve and I genuinely didn't expect a good grade in there but now we got our MPRE scores after we took the exam so maybe if I had known right like maybe if we had known our MPRE scores prior to the exam we would have either been feeling like oh I'm good or oh I gotta get on Barbary just a little bit more yeah which I guess the secret sauce is, let me just spill it, because you guys were, you know, you told me, do the whole entire Barbary, do, um, was it Kaplan? So you do every single Barbary lesson, do every single practice test, anything that's on Barbary, do it all. Then you go on Kaplan, you do all those practice tests. 
And then if you have Quimby and if you're just like wanting to, I don't know, last minute look up some stuff, go on Quimby. And they have like a lot of stuff too. Also, the Barbary Maximizer sheet, I looked over that the night before the MPRE and it really had like everything that was on the MPRE was on this like attack sheet um, set up and it was really great. So, okay. And I want to say something. How many practice tests did you take? Oof. I mean, I could look right you now. You say all <laughs> these tests. Okay. And I want to say something about Barbary really quick. So Barbary is like a learning tool for the MPRE. And the reason why it's so important that you go through and you do it all, and I didn't really get this, and it was just because I felt like I needed to be doing timed practice tests, but it helps you learn the material at first. And it basically immediately tells you your answer. And Quimby like does a pretest where it times you. And it's just like exactly like how it is at um, when you go to take it. So think about that whenever you're using your tools too. Okay, so I just logged into Barbary and it's not letting me see the MPRE stuff because I already took the MPRE and it like asks for your registration. So all I know I is there's that there's three on Barbary. I think there's I think there's more I think there's a lot of practice, extra practice, yeah. and then the exams. Yeah. So all of those. Mm-hmm. And then I think Kaplan has like four. That's what I was thinking. And then so four, that's and they're time they're not timed. And they are timed okay. and they do not show you the answer. Perfect. So it's right like away. a real test. Yes. Okay. And then uh Quimby, I used Quimby barely. I mean I liked it, but I felt like You the, took one of their practices. Yeah, yeah, and I liked the Barbary um their their stuff was the most accurate to what was on the MPRE. Yeah, Barbary was really good. Mm-hmm. Also, Samantha started watching the videos and doing the modules like weeks in advance whenever I waited because I was studying for other subjects. And it came down to cramming. And just like I said, I was exhausted after doing all this work. I just, it's like whenever you sprint at the beginning of a marathon and you're like, God, I ran that like shit. And it's like, oh, that's because I did it all wrong. So that being said, I wanted to say she took a lot of practice tests. Let's say six to eight. Okay. I took, when I took the MPRE, that was my third to take. So of course I was unfamiliar with the questions like Samantha was like, yeah, I had watched all the Barbary videos and yeah, I had done the practice questions, but I didn't do as many practice tests and I didn't practice as much as I needed to. I was so freaking close. So with that being said, you have to, I think that planning is really just so important. I want to harp on that, you know, thinking out your timeline and your semester and thinking like, you know, maybe you're feeling a little lazy, you know, it's they feel that moment of whenever you're like, damn, I should have put in the work before because you don't want to be like that again, you know? And I think that's even for grades. Like I'm, I'm happy with my grades, you know, I do want to see them though. I think because I'm not scared to see it either. I think it was just be nice to see their notes on my writing. And I know that this final season and this semester, I got re- way better at my writing and my Iraq writing, which is just so important. So I'm, I think it worked well, right? I think for my biggest classes, I didn't do as well as I wanted, but also I didn't do like that bad. So I'm happy about it. And I think what's cool, um, at least for me personally, now that I've been able to get a few grades that are good, I can go back and see what I did on those and just like do it again on my other tests. 
And now I know I can do that, you know? Yeah. And one of your best classes and best grades was a class that we were, both of them really, were specifically told that Iraq writing gets you the points like over anything else. And I think you've mastered that, my friend. So once you learn that and master that technique. so easy. I'm telling you because I think the first time I genuinely figured it out was taking my summer classes where it's just about being succinct and then just knowing the structure because then it, it you just plug in everything that you need you know also there it comes from i think too though we always have to remember these things about being a good writer good sentence structure good uh vocabulary it's it comes down to certain things that it isn't just like oh i'm gonna be tiger woods and swing the golf club you know it all just seems so easy right but and you read good legal writing and you're like oh, this seems so easy. And then all of a sudden you try to do it and people are like, this is trash, you know? So it is going to be nice to get our exams back and see, you know, the notes and especially just, we took constitutional law this semester. It's so vague and it's so all over the place. Like genuinely, I am very, you know, happy that we just got through it and passed. I'm not as worried for con law too now. No, me neither. And the way our teacher jokes on our first day of class, like, yeah. ha you know. He also everyone- told us that everyone passed before we got our grades back. So yeah. that was, like, really reassuring. Very. So I think everyone knew grades, like you said. I mean, I definitely wasn't in as anticipatory, <laughs> whatever, waiting and checking because, I don't know, I just felt like uh, we just had so much class, like, it's so weird being on Zoom and like sitting here for a long time. I just genuinely had felt like I had failed everything though. And that's why I was checking because I, I mean, you know how I was during finals. Like I was nuts. And I, I, I feel like that could have reflected in my grades. Like that's what I thought it was going to do. I mean, but I think that that just proves that that's an irrational thought that you have. No, it like 100% is. It, it is because. You think that you're going to fail. You think if you didn't do something, la, 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 whatever in your brain, this certain way, you're going to fail. And that's on the list of irrational thoughts. That's one of the ones that my therapist literally was like, ma'am, this is what you deal with. It's being a perfectionist. That's literally you. And that's okay because that's what makes you bad. Especially at this profession because you have no idea. Also... The fact that you did really great legal professions, like... I'm ethical, guys. I promise. (laughs) Well, that, (laughs) but you can be some... You learn the rules, you recognize them clearly, and you did it really well in your writing, which means that when you understand something really well, you're going to be able to write really well about it. And that, at the end of the day, is all that matters. And I think we learned so... We got to practice that so much this semester because... Whenever I'm working, you're working, we're reading people's writing, Mm -hmm. you know, just constantly. And it's nice to get to practice it sometimes and get good validation. Yeah. And I think that um, extra class we took, which was basically a writing class about like documents that you would need at a firm, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was a really helpful class to take. Like if your school offers a class like that, definitely take it. It's not a lot of credits usually, but... It's so worth it, especially if you are planning on interning like at a firm, if you have some of this knowledge down already, because they don't teach it to you 
otherwise, you know? So Mm -hmm. definitely jump at that chance. Yeah. And sometimes they offer, you know, one hour, you know, like she said, um, not very many credit hours. They're usually like one hour. And I know they offer like research ones, all kinds of supplemental classes at our school. And I'm sure they offer them at yours. And if you don't recognize them, just ask, you know, and see what your school peeps say. I'm sure they'll point you in the right direction. What would you say, though, Samantha, are your thoughts compared to your grades like this time last year? You know, like you said, on a year ago, basically next week, maybe we recorded our first episode and we launched and we talked about how your grades don't define you. And what are your thoughts now? Okay, so just like grade wise speaking, there's a huge, huge, tremendous difference between my grades where they were back my 1L first semester with where they are now. So I think that's a huge thing that I just, you know, I'm really proud of that because I really had to bust my booty to get some of these grades. Other than that, I still don't think that grades define you though, because at the end of the day, like both of us have gotten jobs, like we said, and no one has ever asked for your grades. And I genuinely don't think that after you graduate, most places, as long as you pass the bar, they will probably never ask you what your grades are going to be. Yeah, it feels good to get good grades because it, you know, you put the work in, you get good grades, you feel good. But I'm not like, I don't know. It's not really making a difference in anything for me, you know, other than my GPA. So what would you say is the, like, what made the difference do you think? For what that I did? Yeah. Well, I mean, you said that it's dramatically different, correct? Yes. So what would you say that you did differently? So I think the first thing is more confidence with what I'm doing. Now that I know that I know how to do law school, I feel a lot more confident even just doing school in general. You know, my first semester, like I said, you don't know your grades. I I didn't feel really confident. I didn't want to speak up ever. I rarely still barely speak up, you know, but, um, I was mortified for cold calls. Like now that that's not an issue anymore, except for, I still don't really like to speak up in class, but I think that really helped me be confident in what I was doing. So when I was spending, you know, a long time reading and just like putting in the extra work to like take really detailed notes and just spending a lot of time making sure I understood the material, I don't know. It was just, um, I just felt better about it. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, I was just, I just felt better about law school. So I wanted to work harder. I knew that I could do it. No, no, that totally makes sense. I mean, think about it. You're saying that you had more confidence in what you were doing as in compared to this time last year, because you're right. Like we didn't have anything to go off of. We were literally just winging it. And then, you know, now we have, what, three, four semesters underneath our belt, including this one. And yeah, if that, so you're saying that you did, you know, more detailed readings and spent more extra time, maybe where your peers weren't spending as much extra time doing certain things. Also just going the extra step sometimes, like, I really did try to take notes like every time I read like on like either handwritten or if I was being, you know, lazy, at least I would type them up, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I genuinely think that made a huge difference because my 1L year, like I was only writing notes 
in my margins of my books and then like on some scrap papers in my notebook and just like using an outline that I had typed up half-assed, you know? Yeah. Like it wasn't the amount of work or detailed work that I'm doing now for sure. Yeah. And there was no synthesizing of the information, it sounds like, in 1L. And where, I also think in 1L, like, I don't even think I really understood the subjects until after I took the whole entire subject. Like, that first semester for civil procedure, I was so lost half the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? I had no idea what any like anything was. I wasn't really, you know vibing with the teaching style yeah and um it was just it was just not a good time but now I feel a lot better so yeah so do you think maybe the like just like like I said having more experience under your belt and coming into too well and even the subjects maybe being you know a little more weird I mean I felt like evidence was a lot like civil procedure you know with the rule-based idea mm-hmm. and yeah maybe you definitely I would definitely say that you understood it more than you probably did in comparison, right? And then, you know, constitutional law, at least you had a little background in that. Plus, you know, we, like, have more experience. And I think we synthesize the information more. What was your, like, process after you took notes? After? Um, in the reading, you know, then what did you do? After that, I mean... Did you make your own outlines? Like, how did that go? No. Well, I didn't make any, like outlines from scratch but I definitely had like an outline that I'd made and then I had an upperclassman's outline Mm -hmm. and I kind of just like added what I wanted from her outline into my outline and for some classes I honestly just like used another outline Mm -hmm. but my notes were detailed enough so if I read them I that's and then looked at my outline that was really all that I needed. And then mnemonics. I did a ton of those. Yeah. That really helped me with exams. And also maybe um, not, what, what did you say before mnemonics that you did? Oh, basically I was going to say you still had like your own produced document though, mm-hmm. you know, where you had synthesized the information, however you want that to be. You know, like I remember one of our friends did like a written flow chart for property. You know, it's like stuff like that, that you have to do and I know that we talk about like writing your own outline and I think it's interesting because it's like we don't physically do we don't sit down with pen and paper and write it down you know but it's the idea of the synthesizing of the information into an outline form and outlines are used because they're so simple and people think in a very like list manner we'll be right back Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. 
It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. You know, also making the cheat sheets for the exams mm-hmm. helped a lot. Yeah, that, and that's what people and say I too. And I genuinely think that if even if you can't use a cheat sheet, make one. And the time that you spend making it literally makes you learn it because you're trying to put this information into like the smallest possible, you know, form. Succinct, yeah, and you have to know what it is. So you can understand what you're talking about, you know, when you see it. So it really does make you learn it. And the key with that is the small phrases that you're writing that you need to remember are the phrases that you put in your writing within your essay that help you get the points, you know. So that's the positive. Yeah. I remember our agency teacher saying that it's helpful. She said she finds people are more, they learn more making the cheat sheet than they do bringing the cheat sheet in. Like genuinely, because I mean, I you, we both use the cheat sheet mm-hmm. on the exam, but I mean, I think we also we looked at a lot of. I mean, we both did. I'm assuming because we still haven't shared like exact letter grades for like exact you yeah. know all all the subjects. But you said you did really well in agency, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure our whole group of friends did really well in agency. Yeah. So I really think that going over the practice test, which we did. And making that cheat sheet together really helped. Yeah, and we like did a lot of reviewing. Together. And we did, yeah, we reviewed as a group, um, just talking everything out. Yeah, and it was really nice because agency is one half of business organizations, and that's a highly, highly tested subject on the bar. So I think we all feel really like positive about that, and just you know, we're we're um, not all of us are taking corporations this semester. One of our friends already took it. But it's, I feel like. I feel like it's familiar, but foreign. Yeah. You know, like all the language is language that we've seen before, but maybe not focused in on agency, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's nice that it's a little familiar. And I feel like we may get to a point where we know a little bit more than, you know. Yeah. And agency just was a subtle introduction into what business law is and transactional law and, you know, the basic foundation to corporations, you know, and also just being an entrepreneur or being a business man or woman out there. Um, so I think that's also why we did well, because we could relate to it, the class, you know, and just kind of understand like it was applicable to mm-hmm. us, you know, corporations is like a whole nother story. It's also funny just because we had that class today. Um, one of our friends was saying, you know, I would hate to be a shareholder. And I was thinking to myself the whole time, like, they're only doing it for money. Like, they don't even really, like, they were talking about shareholders, you know, saying they want their company to be eco-friendly or something. And it's like, then, yeah, you you put your money in Tom's, you know? You don't put your money in Apple. Yikes. <laughs> Triggered. Um, so, Yeah. With all that being said, Samantha, what would you say are your plans moving forward into this rest of the semester? So, 
okay, I think my plans moving forward is to keep on doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that um, what I am going to implement in, well, the, I always say this, right? Because I said this last time too, that I was going to read, you know, two days ahead. I'm on that schedule as of now, but I'm, we're only on day two, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll update you guys if I get, I can stick to it. Because that's the thing that I always kind of fell back on was like reading two days ahead. Yeah. So I'm going to try to keep up with that. I've already gotten used to spending a long ass time writing all my notes down. So I'm going to keep on doing that. I do think that this semester I'll probably type more than handwrite while I'm taking notes just because there is a lot of reading and it's a lot to hand note, you know, uh, handwrite your notes. But I do handwrite notes in class. And I just, uh, these past two days, I've been writing on my typed notes. Because really, once you're in class, if you have good detailed notes from your reading, you don't really need to take a lot of notes in class. Because usually they line up with the slides perfectly, you know? And I guess it just depends on the teacher. Yeah. I think like our clown law class, like, you want to take good notes for the reading because we don't even talk about everything. But then, for instance, in evidence, you know, we would you know, watch the videos and you would take notes from that. And then you wouldn't, like you're saying, you wouldn't need. Also, I wonder if evidence, like, I don't know if my attitude towards evidence probably played a role in me, like that not being my best grade, because um, I was just so salty with the professor Mm -hmm. of being like, just, I don't want to say incompetent, but like in some aspects, it's felt that way. You know, he's very smart, obviously, and like awesome in other ways. But I just felt like, this past semester got to everybody and I don't think professors were really prepared for like a, I don't know. It's crazy, right? Asynchronous and then whatever the whole, the whole bit, it's just crazy. And I don't know if he was prepared for that. And that kind of frustrated me. And I was already frustrated with evidence because of that. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Also, mind you, there's like a lot of factors, right? It was our last final, you know, you kind of, how did you, how well did you do on the midterm? You know, you kind of determined it from there because that is a part of our grade plus participation. Like every teacher does things differently. So, you know, a grade is just a number. It's just a letter really, depending on how you do it. Yeah. And I think nothing's really changed in the sense that our, your grades don't define you just like they didn't this time last year. And I feel about the same of happiness of just like, perseverance and keep going because that's all that really matters i mean we've made it this far like there's no leaving now you right. know like it's it's happening we're gonna go through with it not yeah. like that we ever like second thought it but you know you always think like oh there's still a chance like oh my god like things could not work out but getting to this point i think we all know that everything's gonna be okay but i also think something that has absolutely changed is going back on your point of the confidence. Because honestly, Samantha, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think we're going to fail at all. Like, I don't think that at all. I mean, you just said it's too late to go anywhere. Yeah, because we freaking love this. We're so nerd about it. We want to go to work and like do this every day that yeah there's no turning back at this point I think the biggest difference and I almost like get a tear in the eye right (laughs) because you said it this time last year you didn't know anything you didn't know if you knew anything you had no validation you were 
such a baby. You know, we were both that. And we had no confidence whatsoever. And now we're completely different people. You know, we have validation in one way or another. And we have this podcast, which is totally grown. And we have success in many different aspects of our life. And I think overall, it came from confidence. And it really did. And I think that we can't doubt that because while, yes, you do still get scared, there's nothing to be scared of. Because whether it takes us one time or two or 20, we'll get there no matter what. I mean, I don't think we can take the bar like 20 times, but... Honestly, I really think that there is not a max amount of times that you can take the bar. I think that there is a max amount of times you can take the NPRE because I looked it up. Well, yeah, because you have to take it to take the bar. No, but I'm saying like... If oh, you, there's if you like don't a limit. Pass, they're, they're like yes. they're like four max. That's or what I'm something. saying. Limit. Oh. There's a limit for the well, MPRE. You already know what you not have a limit to for the do bar. to pass the MPRE. <laughs> and remember, I told you I'm going to coach you basically yeah. to make sure that. Basically, I posted on my like day in the life back mm-hmm. way when. Yeah, I b- pretty much tried to do like a month in advance, and then I would do like a module a day kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And if it was a month in advance, so I really took like a few day breaks here and there. It wasn't terrible, but I managed to get it all done by like at least before midterm started. And probably absorb it better than cramming it when you're also like really tired. Also, I knew that we weren't really (laughs) learning anything in our legal professions class. So I really was relying on Barbary. Like Mm -hmm. I straight up think that I made a good grade in legal professions strictly because I learned it all from Barbary. Like seriously. Because, I, I mean, I, we studied for legal professions. But if you had learned it, it yeah. let's say, like, you went through it, like, month, you know, weekly, let's say, and you learned it from Barbary, then there was a guarantee that you did learn the material that you needed to learn because it's all the same everywhere you go, you know? So that is, I think, shout out to Barbary, our partner. But seriously, like, they hooked it up and... I'll keep you guys posted on my NPRE journey and and what I do too, because I know everyone wants to know like, what's the secret sauce and everybody's different, but we do know the secret sauce now. Confidence, my friends, confidence. Yes. And that if you want more confidence, be sure to follow our Instagram at ladies law school podcast. We post a bunch of inspiration and law school facts and just fun stuff. A lot of Elle Woods memes, the whole bit. So definitely check us out. And we have a Facebook and we also have a Facebook group. So make sure to join that and join in on all the fun combos they are having in there. Yes. And if you're ever looking for a little bit of confidence or need a little boost, you know where to find us. All right, guys. Bye. Bye guys. Bye guys.